now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Everybody, welcome into the Dynasty Rewind. I'm Chris Locobara. The best in the business is once again back in business. Joined as always by my faithful co-host, we got Nate Christian and Chevin Looney. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? We're doing pretty well. I got a fresh cut, got a fresh haircut. I swear every single time, I'm like a little kid, okay? I grow my hair out and I'm just starting to get long and starting to be ridiculous and everyone's like hey, you got to get a haircut and i'm like ah oh, but it's long and i like it and it's whatever and i don't want to get a haircut and then i go get a haircut it's all fresh and clean and shapely and i'm like man i look so damn good and it's just great it's a great self confidence boost every time i get a haircut i mean especially when you use the doctor squatch soap and the shampoo exactly. like i i use the pine tar also use the uh, like the forest scent. Oh, man. It's great stuff. Dr. Squatch. Skin hot over here. <laughs> and if you want to buy some for yourself, you can go ahead and check the link down in the bio. Get some fresh falls, too. Fresh falls, clean your balls. That's fresh falls for the balls. At mm. the Dynasty Rewind. So, you know what? You don't want to drop the ball in the shower. You definitely don't want to do it on your Dynasty roster either. So, listen, it's time for some buys and sells. Way too early wide receiver breakout candidates. So, gentlemen, let's get right into it. Now, Nate, I know you don't like going first. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and switch it up, and I'm going to let you lead off this time. Okay. Um, so we're going to start with you. So we just got to figure out, are we buying the breakout? Or are we just going to say, no, thank you, and we're going to try to sell off of it? Do we like this cost? And how are we doing this? So, Nate, we're going to start off with you. Are we buying this? George Pickens, who, as per DLF's ADP, is currently wide receiver 24. So, Nate, does George Pickens break out as a high-end wide receiver too? So we'll put him somewhere in the wide receiver 13 to wide receiver 18 range in 2023. And should I give you the cost now? I'll tell you. Sure, go ahead. Are you willing to acquire at the cost of, say, a Jerry Judy or a DJ Moore? Are you going to sell? What are you paying if you want to acquire? What are you trying to get if you're selling? Nate, tell me what you got. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. George Pickens, you know, he's a guy I like coming out of college. I liked when he was at Georgia. You know, lots of talent. I missed his last year with a knee injury. Came back, made, got on the field, which was impressive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the Steelers, I thought he'd look good at times last year. A little inconsistent. And I think the problem with him is I think he's going to be one of those players that – for at least his current situation over the next couple of years, he's going to be a better NFL player than fantasy football player. I think he's going to be a little inconsistent week to week. I mm-hmm. think he's not going to garner a large target share with Deontay Johnson across from him, who received an extension. And, you know, that kind of just limits George Pickens' fantasy football value, his ceiling, let's say. And I think because that ceiling is limited, it doesn't get him into that high-end wide receiver two territory. I don't think he's going to be able to, with that Pittsburgh Steelers offense, you know, it's not, the Kansas City Chiefs offense. It's not the Buffalo Bills offense. It's the the Kenny Pickett led Pittsburgh Steelers offense. So don't blame Kenny. It's Matt Canada's fault. It, it's Matt Canada as long as he's there. Once Matt Canada gets out of there, that's when Kenny's really got his shot. So I'm not buying the breakout. I'm not buying the breakout with George Pickens. And it's honestly not because I don't appreciate the talent, but I think the situation just limits his fantasy football ceiling and just the way they're going to use him. Still like mm-hmm. George Pickens though. So with that being said. 
he doesn't have that upside that gets me excited to move a guy like Jerry Judy or DJ Moore for George Pickens. I'd rather have, you know, those guys might lack the wide receiver one upside, high end wide receiver two upside that maybe we're hoping to see with George Pickens. But those guys have shown us that upside before. They don't, they're not the new, fresh, exciting thing, but we've seen it with DJ Moore. We've seen flashes of it with Jerry Judy. I'd still hold him to the upside of Jerry Judy with, you know, the Broncos' new coaching staff. I'm excited to see what they can do. I think Russell Wilson can cook a bit more than he did last year. And I think DJ Moore, he always produces fantasy points. He's never the top guy, but he always produces. And I'd rather have that, honestly, than George Pickens moving forward for most of my teams. So I'm looking to sell George Pickens at this point as the 24th wide receiver off the board. I think he's being taken too high. So guys, I would rather acquire, you know, I would rather acquire the wide receiver 25 off the board, Marquise Hollywood Brown. You know, I think his situation limits his ceiling as well, but only for the, the first eight to 10, 12 weeks of the season. And then I think it's wheels up for Marquise Hollywood Brown, especially once DeAndre Hopkins is out of there. I'd also like a running back like J.K. Dobbins more than George Pickens. I think that helps my team out more. And there's other wide receivers. I would even consider a guy like, you know, Terry McLaurin, Amari Cooper. You know, if I'm a more veteran contending team, I would much rather have one of those guys than George Pickens on my team. I agree. And Chev's going to tell us all about what he thinks, but I do want to say Kenny Galladay was cut today <laughs> by the Giants, man. You know what? Kenny Galladay, oh, what could have been, and yet... Sad. What was not? Chev, are you buying into the George Pickens breakout, the high-end wide receiver too? What are your thoughts here? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I just think there's 18 probably way more than that wide receivers that have better chances to put up numbers than George Pickens. Like Nate said, like not in an offense that's really just going to explode, like, and just go crazy with two wide receivers. I think Deontay got 146 targets last year. Like, Mm -hmm. is he really going to give those up? I I don't see that happening. George Pickens is a guy that I love. I think he's got great talent, but the offense limits him. I think he's going to be way too inconsistent to make it up to wide receiver 13 or 18. And, you know, he's got a little attitude to him, too. If the ball's not coming his way, he's going to let people know about it. So not sure if that helps his case here. I like George Pickens, but I just think wide receiver 13 or wide receiver 18 is just a little too much to to bite off here. I think it's way too much. Hmm. I'm not going to go into everything else because they really knocked it out. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, he did. You know what, Nate? You hit the nail on the head, so I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to say, you know, like, Around him, you could trade up a little bit, and you get some better upside, I think, with a guy like Drake London. Looks like he's going to be, you know, he's going to be the guy there. Um, but behind him, you got guys like Traylon Burks is behind him a little bit. You know, uh, Quentin Johnston, Brandon Ayuk. These are all guys that are behind him right now. Christian Watson, I think, has some really good upside. He could grow with Jordan Love there, both you know, two young players. It's possible, yeah. I completely 100% agree um, with that. And, yeah, I like the Amari Cooper. And DeAndre Hopkins, realistically, even at 30 years old, I, if he does go to Baltimore, Nate, then I would definitely take DeAndre Hopkins over George Pickens. If Lamar Jackson's back, DeAndre Hopkins goes mm-hmm. to Baltimore, do you want an experienced veteran wide receiver with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL or a young year-two wide receiver playing with the year-two quarterback in Matt Canada's offense? Mm-hmm. God. I would mm-hmm. take DeAndre Hopkins over him. Absolutely. So 
That's that. So let's move on to the next one here. Um, let's see, Nate. So we're going to kick it off with you again. Cam Akers, who's currently running back 19 on this ADP. And does he break out as a low-end RB1 in 2023? And are you willing to acquire him at the cost of the 112 in Superflex? Yeah, this is going to be a no for me, dog. Um, Cam Akers, he's a guy that I have not been a fan of since the beginning. He's the original Zach Evans in my book. Um, he's the guy that a couple of years ago I was saying, hey, this looks like an athlete playing running back, not an athlete, athletic running back. And we've seen his ups and downs. With the Rams, I mean, on the field and off the field, we've seen the ups and downs. Um, unfortunately, some injuries injuries have marred that. But this is a guy I do not think is consistent on the field. I not I'm worried about the inconsistency on the depth chart as well with him. He's a guy I do not want on my roster. I don't think he has the talent or the situation to put up a low end RB one numbers. So this is a guy that I am not okay with this ADP. Uh, I, I haven't been with, okay with his ADP for most of his career. So I'm not buying the breakout. I'm not willing to acquire for the 112. If I was looking to acquire Cam Akers, which uh, honestly I'm just not looking in any situation, but if I was, uh, you know, giving some advice on someone who would like to, you know, possibly maybe you who would like to acquire Cam Akers because you, you have some faith in him. I would say a mid-second round pick would be about where I think fair value would come into with his chances at putting up RB2 numbers. I don't think there's many chances for him to put up RB1 numbers, though. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be selling Cam Akers at this price if I can, and I'm going to be selling him for, you know, maybe a tight end. You know, if I can get a guy, if it's not tight end premium, maybe I can get Pat Fryermuth for for Cam Akers. Because, you know, if he's going at the value of the 112, I should be able to, maybe I can maneuver. Maybe I got to throw a third back or something like that to get Pat Frymuth if there is a tight end premium. But uh, going after a tight end like that or another running back around that area, you know, I think that's kind of a dead zone for running back. So I think if you're going to move off of Cam Akers, you're going to have to go to a different position because other guys around that area are like Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, and I'm most likely not looking to buy into those depreciating assets. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I actually liked Cam Akers coming out. Like, I thought he was a good player. You know, he just never really got opportunities because his line got absolutely blasted into the backfield every play. But RB10 and RB12 on a team that is just not very good, I don't see him getting touches in the red zone. I don't see him getting valuable touches in a game. Like, if he gets 10 to 12 touches, I think you're probably excited for it because I don't think – he's going to get that many touches, that many looks on a team that is not looking too great right now. I mean, maybe it changes with Stafford and Cup coming back, but last year that team was abysmal. I mean, you had Baker Mayfield starting at one point, and who would have thought Baker Mayfield was going to be starting for the Rams, right? So I am not buying the hype on this one, not at all. Yeah, me either. And just so everyone knows that when you go into DLF, do not click startup ADP. You have to look on under Superflex <laughs> ADP. That's where we're getting yeah. this from. Just that if you go on startup and you see it, you're like, what the hell are these guys, these guys talking about? <laughs> it is under the Superflex tab. Okay. Yeah. For me, you know what? I, I just, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm running back 19. Looking behind him, I'll take Aaron Jones, even though he's five years older. 
gladly. You restructured to stay in Green Bay. I'll take Alvin Kamara. I know he might sit out a little bit of the season, possibly depending on how those assault charges goes, but he's a much more diamond dynamic player when he's on the field. We got guys buying him like Rashad White at running back 24. Leonard Fournette looks to be released. Why wouldn't you rather have a starting running back over a guy who can't stay healthy? Um, and aside from that, we also have Isaiah Pacheco and Tyler Algier. We talked about them beforehand and then rounding that out. Brian Robinson at running back 30. You know, these are guys that I think they're probably going to get a bigger workload than Cam Akers because Cam Akers can't stay healthy. I expect the Rams to be behind a lot. I expect the Rams to be throwing the ball a lot. So um, what what would I sell him for? I mean, let's see. Let me go back to the sheet here. If so, if I had him and somebody wanted to give me the 112, I'd gladly take it. But I think I'd take like as late as a 203 and then maybe an additional later on pick on top of that to just kind of. You could give me the 203 straight up, and I would say see you later, Cam Akers. Like, you yeah. would do it straight up for that? I, I don't trust him, man. I just mm-hmm. don't trust yeah. it. I mean, Agreed. if people think he is – was a running back 19, he's all yours. Good luck. You know what? Let me ask you this then. Are you happy to take a slight loss on a player to just not have to worry about – Absolutely. Just, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm yep. fine with that too. I mean, as long as it's not like massive, yeah, like a full round, but a little mm-hmm. bit, I'm okay with it. So yep. it's it's better to be earlier than late. I will say it's that. True. Get rid of them earlier. Sometimes it's not going to pay off. Sometimes they're going to have another good year, but that's okay. I mean, you you got what you think you could have got, and you should be fine with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the next one here. Nate Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, twenty one in this Superflex ADP. Yeah. Does he break out as a fringe wide receiver one or two in 2023? And are you willing to acquire at the cost of a Terry McLaurin or Higgs teammate, George Kittle? All right. So I, I want to answer this question by asking you guys a question. What do you mm-hmm. consider a, a fringe wide receiver one, wide receiver two? What finish would you ex- expect? Like what range? Like what? Like 10 to 14 or like like up up to 16 wide receiver? What are you thinking? I was saying 10 to 15 was where I was leaning. 10 to 15? I, I like that, yeah. All right, so we're thinking, can Brandon that you get to at least wide receiver 15 on the season, okay? Well, in 2022, Brandon Ayuk was wide receiver 15 on the season. Crazy. So – You're going to do it. <laughs> come on. I mean, come on. We're looking for this guy to break out, and he already did it in front of our eyes, and he did it with <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, and Brock Purdy. I mean, I know Debo had some injury issues, and but Brandon Ayuk, man, he's he's the guy there, and he was putting up great numbers with Brock Purdy. He was putting up great numbers with you know Jimmy Garoppolo. Whatever that quarterback situation is there next year, I'm not worried about with Brandon Ayuk. So the answer to if he can break out as a fringe wide receiver one slash two is yes, absolutely. He's already done it. We don't even need to see the breakout at this point. Am I willing to acquire for the cost of Terry McLaurin or George Kittle? I think with Terry McLaurin, quite honestly, this is a bit of a toss-up. I think they offer a very similar skill set. Brandon Ayuk, you get about a year or two of youth. So I guess I'll take Brandon Ayuk. But, um, you know, because they're both two wide receivers, like Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. You got your top two wide receivers in with the 49ers. Terry McLaurin, and I believe Jahan Dotson, you got two top wide receivers with the Washington Commanders. So I think they're in similar situations where they operate as wide receiver 1A, 1B going forward. And I'm going to take the younger guy 
in the 49ers offense versus the guy in Washington who's a little bit older. So I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk um, at the cost of a Terry McLaurin. And unless it's tight end premium, I will also take him over George Kittle. I mean, just the worries with the age and the injuries. So, yes, I'm buying Brandon Ayuk. Chef? Yeah, see, for me, I, I think I'm going the other way. I think Ayuk takes a step back this year with Debo being fully healthy, George Kittle being fully healthy again. I, I, I think he could take a step back. Can he do it again? I mean, it's possible. I mean, he's already shown he could do it, like we just talked about. I like Terry McLaurin a little bit more just because I think he could be a bigger vocal point in an offense, especially now you got to feed Christian McCaffrey. The, you have really a good running team. You're going to run it down people's throats. That worries me a little. I like George Kittle. I'm not super thrilled to have him right now. I think I would be looking to trade him if I had him. So if I had to get Ayuk, I, I think that's good profit back. Um, but yeah, I, I think I like Terry McLaurin a little bit more than Brandon Ayuk, just because I can see where next year maybe it's not as sweet as it was this year. Maybe it's not as good with all these players coming back healthy. I mean, Chris McCaffrey was there for a few weeks of the regular season, then he was there for the playoffs. I, I think that's going to hurt Brandon Ayuk next year. Not saying he's not going to do good things. I just don't think he's going to be wide receiver 15 again. Yeah. My answer is yes and no. And I understand that that's not a very good answer. Yes, if Brock Purdy is the quarterback. No, if Trey Lance is. I don't know if Trey Lance can support Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and Brandon Ayuk because – he doesn't really play very much. We see what that offense looks like with Brock Purdy, and quite frankly, it looks better. Um, but just looking around, there's other guys that I'd rather have over a guy like Brandon Ayuk if Trey Lance is the starter. And I do have one question about everyone that's drafting out there. What are you guys doing? I was just scrolling down. Oda Beckham is wide receiver 61. Ooh. Okay, He is ahead of wide receiver 78, Curtis Samuel who was a buy low for me last year, who finished with 656 yards and four touchdowns. So you're going to tell me that you would rather draft a guy that didn't play last year than a guy that was startable in your flex spot. What are we doing? What are we doing? What here? are we doing? But yes, that, that's, that's it for me. And I know that's not really a great answer, but these situations do matter and they do need to factor into the decisions that you make. So... Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going with. Shall we move on to the next one? Let's do it. Jamison Williams, wide receiver 26 as per DLF CDP. Does he break out as a high end wide receiver two? So we're saying wide receiver 13 to 18 in 2023. And Nate, are you willing to acquire at the cost of the 107, a 2023 107 in a Superflex League? What do you think? Yeah, this is one I've quite honestly been struggling with for the past month or so. You know, Jamison Williams has really blown up in ADP. Um, I think ADP-wise, this isn't too bad. I think 26 ADP, sorry, his ADP has not blown up. I think his rankings just in the consensus community is higher than this. I think many people are valuing him as a, a top 18, top 20 wide receiver. I think 26 right here, this is much better. I think this is a much better spot. But with that, with the wide receiver 26 price tag, you know, being a high-end wide receiver too, it's that's the problem. I don't know if he can be a wide receiver, high-end wide receiver two in 2023. Mm-hmm. In 2024, yes. In 2023, no. Because I'm in Ross St. Brown's there. And 
I'm not as big a fan of him as many others, but at the same time, I'm not knocking the talent. The guy is obviously talented. I saw that in the first two years of a career, he's tied with Justin Jefferson for most receptions by a wide receiver. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown is very talented. Jamison Williams is going to come in there and just demand the majority of the target share. It's going to take him, a, you know, that full year. He's going to be chipping into it. And I think there's going to be a point where, you know, in 2024, maybe they can operate as a wide receiver 1A and 1B. But Jameis Williams isn't going to just step onto the field and make that happen right away. I believe in the talent, but he's still going to have to build up to that because he missed a majority of his rookie season. So I don't think the breakout is going to be there in 2023, which means I think you're still going to have time to buy. And I think at that point, I'm not willing to pay the 107 for Jamison Williams right now. I love Jamison Williams and he's a hold for me in a lot of spots, but I'm not willing to buy at his value. I think at wide receiver 26, there's other guys I would like. There's guys like I've mentioned already, um, you know, well, not Amari Cooper. I was going to say Amari Cooper, but in a contending team, like Amari Cooper, I would rather have Amari Cooper than Jameis Williams in a contending team at this point. I get that. Mm-hmm. Now, DeAndre Hopkins ends up in the Cleveland Browns. I'm sorry. That was a high-risk, high-reward move there. But – I think ADP-wise, I'm okay with wide receiver 26, but I think trade-wise, value-wise, I'm not okay with the 107. I think that's where I land with Jamison Williams, somewhere in the middle. So he's a hold. Yeah, I would love to get him a little cheaper than the 107, honestly. Like, I love Jamison Williams. I think I batted for him plenty of times on the podcast, brought his name up plenty of times, but finishing wide receiver 13, wide receiver 18, I don't know if that's in the realm of possibilities at this point especially with Amon Ross St. Brown getting targeted so heavily, being a dude in that offense that has just been incredible for that team. I mean, they needed a guy that could step up, be like that Golden Tate type player in that offense where, you know, you just throw the ball, short routes, he's going to make plays, he's going to do his thing, and he's done it. He's been incredible. I don't know if that offense can can support two of those guys. I I just don't know. I think Jameson could be next year – maybe a better NFL guy than Mm. a fantasy guy, sadly. Yeah. Just because he's going to take the top off the offense probably a little bit more. And he's going to get – he's going to make his plays. He's he's a great football player. But wide receiver 13, 18, I just don't know if he gets the amount of passes thrown to him to give that opportunity of him to be that high of a wide receiver at this point. 107, I don't hate it. I love Jamison Williams. I think he's talented. 23 in 2023, I don't know if – we're going to see the full Jamison Williams package, but I'm probably sticking with the 107 at this point. I think I can get him maybe a little bit cheaper. He hasn't been playing at all. And he had like one catch, I think, this year maybe. And he just didn't show nothing. A lot of people have a lot of hype around him, but I think I can get him a little cheaper than that in, in a few weeks – or sorry, in a few weeks of the season where he's mm-hmm. not producing. He's actually on the field now. He's not playing gunner on special teams. So – I wish I could get him cheaper now, but I think I'm going to have to wait still. Uh, so, sadly, Jameson Williams, I love you, man, but I'm out on you in 2023 being a high-end wide receiver too. Yeah, We have to put this into per- perspective here. You look at wide receiver 13-18, Tyler Lockett, Terry McLaurin, Brandon Ayuk, DK Metcalf, Mike Evans, and T. Higgins. Who's he going to bounce out of there? I, I just yeah, – Exactly. And- a guy like I, I think right now we can get Tyler Lockett and Terry McLaurin for probably cheaper than the 107, and we can see what they've done throughout their career, and we see what they can most likely continue to do mm-hmm. over a guy like Jamison Williams. I'm not out on Jamison Williams. 
I'm out on Jameson Williams at that price. I would love to get more shares. I think I have one over across all my leagues. And to me, that's not enough, but I'm just not willing to do that. At the 107, I could get a Tank Bigsby or Zach Charbonnet, depending on who I like better at that spot or who's been taken or whatever. And they could most likely help my team a little bit more right now than Jamison Williams this year, obviously depending on where they go. So I'm out there. I just don't think I could buy into him being a high-end wide receiver too. So we got a couple more here. Rashad White. Nate, does he break out as a mid-running back too? So running back 16 to 20 in 2023. Would you pay Christian Kirk for him, who was wide receiver 12 last year? So he was the very back end of a wide receiver one. Would you pay a wide receiver one for a running back two? Thoughts? Yeah, so congratulations to Bob here, who actually put the show sheet together before the news came out that Leonard Fournette would be cut by the Buccaneers. So absolutely, I think there is a great chance for Rashad White to finish as a mid RB2 in 2023. I think now with Leonard Fournette getting cut, unless they bring in a big name veteran or draft a running back early, I think Rashad White should you know, that should be kind of the floor you're expecting in 2023 for Rashad White. I think now if he has a larger workload, he has the chance to even be a, RB, a low-end RB1 in 2023 with the amount of pass catching he will do. So I think Rashad White is a great buy right now. I think he has a great chance to break out as long as his situation continues to where he is the lead back in that backfield. If someone comes in and plays second fiddle to him, I think with his pass catching chops, he's still going to get enough to be, you know, a high-end running back two in fantasy football. But if he is given the more majority of carries and goal line work, I think that's what can make him get into that low-end RB RB1 role. And I think that would look great on him. I think he would do really well, and I would absolutely be willing to move Christian Kirk for him at this moment. Um, I think you might have to move more than Christian Kirk now that Leonard Fournette's been announced that he's going to be cut. He hasn't been cut yet. Um, I don't know. When, when was he going to be cut? When does the league season start? We remember it was the end of March, I believe, right? I think so, yeah. It might be mid-March too. I think I saw like 15th for somebody. So somewhat sometime in March. Fifth oh baby, 15th. There it is. There you go. There it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you, Nate. I, I think now that Leonard Fournette's not there, big news for Rashad White. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know what Tampa Bay does in the offseason. Like, do they go out and get like a Derek Carr? Do they go out and get one of those quarterbacks to bridge the the gap that Tom Brady's leaving? Tom Brady wasn't that great at the end of his career. I mean, let's be honest. Last season was not too great. I mean, we watched a guy go out there and not have fun with the game. I mean, it just seemed like he was not very pleased to be there. Uh, Christian Kirk, great raw receiver. You know, Calvin Ridley's going to be there. What does that do to him? I, I still like Christian Kirk. I think he's going to be a good piece in that offense moving forward. Uh, so I'm probably sticking with Christian Kirk, to be honest. I think Rashad White has great abilities. Who knows what that offense is going to look like, though, next year. So I'm sticking with Christian Kirk, who I think has a great rapport with Trevor Lawrence. And uh, I'm right there with you, though, Nate. I think there's plenty of opportunity. I think with his pass-catching ability, we could see him be a great player this upcoming yeah. year. I mean, I like Christian Kirk. I think Christian Kirk is a great wide receiver to have. I think he's continues to be the wide receiver one for the Jaguars, and I want that with Trevor Lawrence. But I think mm-hmm. the upside that Rashad White brings in the position that, you know, is valued so highly. That's why I'm taking him over Christian Kirk. Sure. But I understand, you know, I'm a Kirk fan as well. Yep. So am I. And he could be the wide receiver one on that team, but not be a wide receiver one anymore. Zay Jones was wide receiver 26 outplayed everyone's expectations. Calvin Ridley comes back. Let's look at 
running backs 16 through 20. Kamara, Etienne, Kenneth Walker, Connor, and McKinnon. He could definitely bump a couple of those guys off. Yeah. He could possibly go higher, too. I, I mean, could definitely see that being a possibility. And if Kyle Trask is the quarterback, they're going to have to lean on a solid running game. Shot White's that guy. I really think he is. I, do you remember when they played the Seahawks last year? Caught that screen pass. He absolutely decimated that uh, defensive back. So yes. I think we could see much more of that, Rashad White. I'm happy to make this move. That being said, if I'm really starved for wide receivers, I'm not going to trade a guy that could be a wide receiver one for a running back two. So obviously this is very contingent on team makeup, but I don't hate the move yeah. at all. So I think we have one more here. All right, our good friend of the shots in. So wide receiver 34 as per DLS ADP. So, Nate, do you think John Dotson breaks out as a low-end wide receiver too? So we're going to go wide receiver 19 to 24 in 2023. And are you willing to acquire at the cost of the 2023 110? This is tough. Hmm. But, Nate, you are the back-to-back champ. So why don't you lead it off for us? Yeah, back-to-back champ here. And Jahan Dotson, the guy that is going to help my team win again. I, you guys know I'm a huge <laughs> Jahan Dotson fan. And, and you guys yourselves, you guys like Jahan Dotson too. We like him around the yeah. Dynasty Rewind. And I think the fact that he is wide receiver 34 is a shame. It, you know, his, The upside that he brings, I think he is a top 25 wide receiver in Dynasty already. I think that in this 2023 season, we could see a low-end wide receiver two breakout. I think he has that kind of potential. I don't know what the commanders are going to be doing at wide rec- uh, at quarterback. You know, they said today that, you know, Sam Howell isn't the quarterback of the future, but he's the current quarterback one, and he'll have a chance to, you know, hold on to that starting job. You know, I don't know what's going to happen if they're going to be bringing a veteran or maybe looking at the draft. But Jahan Dotson, you don't have to work very hard to get the ball in his hands, and once he does, he makes things happen. So I'm going to take him. I think he can get to this point. If you look at how he played when he was actually on the field, you can easily see that with the touchdowns that he gets, he could easily fall into this bottom end of the top wide receiver twos. Mm -hmm. So for the 110, with this class, yes. If I need a wide receiver, I'm willing to move the 110 for Jahan Dotson. Absolutely. Because I think at the 110, you're – Getting a risky wide receiver if you're picking up a wide receiver. Quentin Johnson, I do like, but I think he's a boom or bust guy. Um, same thing a little bit with Zay Flowers. He's not quite, but I'm not as confident about his ceiling just yet. And then I do like Josh Downs. He's a guy I do like, and I do value just about similar with Jahan Dotson, but I would be willing to move the 110 for Jahan Dotson. I know what I'm getting with him. I've seen it in the NFL field, and I am willing to acquire him. I'm willing to move guys that are higher than him on ADP, such as Mike Williams. Amari Cooper, Christian Watson. I would move all of those guys. George Pickens, who we talked about earlier, who is just about 10 spots ahead of him on the wide receiver chart. I would move George Pickens for Jahan Dotson as well. Nice. Jahan Dotson heat Woo! from the Dotson King. Yeah, I love that. I don't even know if I should say anything else. I feel like that, that segment should just be Nate's right there. <laughs> I don't know. On Dotson, man. Can I just add one thing? Just looking at the uh, bottom end wide receiver twos of last year, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman Jr., Garrett Wilson, Jerry Judy, Cooper Cup, DJ Moore. That was your wide receivers 19 through 24. I think what happened with his ADP and it being so disrespected, he started out strong and then he got hurt and he just tapered off throughout the rest of the year, as did the commanders. Did. You know, they did as a whole. But um, I'm going to take Jahan Dotson over the 110 mm. by all means. That's probably the cheapest you'll be able to get him for some time. 
No. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if he's a wide receiver 19 through 24, to be honest. But like you said, I think the 110, I, I, I know what I'm getting. I know the player I'm getting. The dude's a freaking mm-hmm. beast. He he plays bigger than his size. Yeah. I mean, he goes out and makes yeah. plays where you don't think he will. And, you know, I, I'm watching the film for these wide receivers, and I, even the top dogs. Like, I have – I don't know. I, I'm still right, I'm still short at the moment of my expectations. I mean, I had Jefferson – Garrett Wilson, I watch. I watch Najigba. Garrett Wilson pops off to be still. I, I don't know. I don't know. I got to do a lot more film. All right, but all I'm right. a little wary. I'm a little wary, folks. So I'm taking the. I'm taking Jahan with the one ten. All right. Consensus. We're taking it. We're not making that pick, but I'm going to do this anyway. There because, ladies and gentlemen, if any ladies listen to this, I don't even know. If you do, can you let me know? I'm just curious. But hey, listen, speaking of that draft time, we got the draft coming up. You need to keep yourselves here parked. Get ready for the draft. We're going to definitely help you out. Until next time, everybody, check out all our great sponsors. Links are down below. Chev, Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. And don't worry, Sean is still sticking up for Tom Brady. See you next week, everybody. (laughs) 